So in our series so far, we've discussed surrendering our plans, we've discussed surrendering our successes, and today we're gonna, we're gonna talk about something that I think will hit home with a lot of you. And, and listen, I want you to just, can we just like, like get rid of all pretenses here and can, can we just be real today? Um, today we're gonna talk about worry. How many of you struggle with worry? Um, today we're gonna talk about surrendering our worries so, so let's just start here. I mean, I want you to, to interact here. I want you to be a part of this today. And so I want you to turn to someone close to you and tell them what it is that you typically worry about the most or what you're worrying about. You don't have to get into deepest, darkest secrets, but what is it that causes you worry? Go ahead, turn and share that with someone else. If you're online, welcome to service. You can type that in. Um, you can share it with someone watching with you. What do you worry about? Is there anyone in here that's starting to worry a little bit about the Reds? Like, are we going to have a team when the season starts? <laughs> Am I going to be on that team when the season starts? <laughs> How many of you worry about your health sometimes? How many of you worry about your finances or your possessions? Listen, it's okay. I, I want to, I, I, if you're new here, I'm kind of in this habit recently of confessing things to you. I, I want you to know that I'm real. Um, just like you are, I go through the same struggles. And so I got to tell you that um, this past month, I'm not typically a guy who worries a whole lot. I'm pretty, I'm usually stuff just kind of bounces off me. Um, this last month has been like the most worrisome month of my life. And, and I'm just, in all honesty, I have struggled with worry. There have been far too many nights that I've struggled to go to sleep because I've been worried about my health. And so worry is a real thing, and, and, and today we're going to talk about surrendering our worry, because just like God calls us to surrender our plans and submit to his plan, take up our cross and follow Jesus, just like God calls us to surrender our successes and our pride, the things that we worry about, so the things that you just shared with each other, maybe they were fun, maybe they were really deep, maybe they're really heavy things. Listen, I know for a fact that a lot of people sitting in here watching online today, I know for a fact that a lot of you are carrying heavy, heavy burdens and that you're worrying about it. Today we're going to surrender that. So we're in Luke chapter 12. Why don't you stand with me? Um, Jesus is teaching his disciples and his followers, and he's talked so far about surrendering our fears. He's talked about these different things, but he goes into Luke chapter 12, and verse 22 is where we're at. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, about what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear, for life is more than food, and the body is more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the, flower, the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. 
If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Go ahead and have a seat. So we shared our worries. You, you shared that with someone near you. Now, now I just want, before we dive into this, I, I just want you to commit um, to surrender that today. Would you guys commit that? If you're willing to commit to surrender your worries today, just say, I commit. I, let's hear God's word. I think it's interesting the context that this is written into. So, so here we are in Westchester, Ohio, 2022. And, and I think when re, we read the words or we hear the words, do not worry about food, do not worry about clothes, I think this takes on a little different meaning for us Anyone hungry today? It's like the worst thing you can do as a preacher is call out hunger because now you guys are going to be waiting for the moment that, that I'm done. Anyone hungry today? If you're hungry today, I got good news for you. There is food like all over this church. There's probably some Panera left out there. there if you go in the kitchen, there's probably, I'm not giving you permission to eat anything you find, but, uh, but there's food everywhere. In fact, in my office, I will give you this permission. In my office, there are Chick-fil-A potato chips. We had a bunch left over, and I've been snacking on those all week. And so, li listen, like, when, when we hear, do not worry about what you're going to eat, like, that's kind of weird for us, because we don't really worry about that much, do we? I mean, if, if we're hungry, we just run to the store and get something, or run to the pantry, or run to the North Foyer, or <laughs> wherever, and we eat. Do not worry about your clothes. I mean, most of us have more clothes than we wear, don't we? All right, no, I'm doing a lot of confession today. Confession's fun. Um, my, I take up more space in our closet than Megan does. And I wear like six shirts, <laughs> maybe eight. I got more clothes than, it. I, I was even thinking about this as I was preparing this message this week, and I was thinking like, I have so many clothes that when I want to wear a shirt, it's wrinkled because all the other clothes are pressing on it, and actually the clothes that I won't throw away because I'm afraid one day I'll want them keep me from, ha they make more work for me. We have more food and more clothes than we know what to do with. The people that we're hearing this are in a different situation. Um, they live in a society where if it doesn't rain, there's not food. They don't have a target across the street that they go to. I mean, this, they were dependent on, on food. I mean, they, were, they needed certain things to happen for them to have food. And clothing, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like they could just run to the store or they could go in their closet and get all these things. In fact, the people that Jesus is talking to are his followers, his disciples. And just a little while before this, he says, go out and serve, follow me, and don't take a bunch of stuff with you. We're going to talk about that here in a couple weeks. And don't take all that baggage with you. And so these people really were dependent on Jesus. I mean, they were following traveling. They didn't have closets full of clothes and food everywhere. And so, so I think it hits us different, but I think the message is the same today. Even though we live in abundance compared to the people hearing this, I think the calling is the same. And that's Jesus saying, don't worry about things. Don't worry about food. Don't worry about clothes. Don't worry about temporary things. So, um, so let's work through this. Jesus said to his disciples, 
Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear, for life is more than food and the body more than clothes. I like to think here that, that Jesus is really covering all of us here, right? Because he says, don't worry about food. And I think Jesus is trying to cover all of us men, saying, hey, you guys think about food way too much. Quit worrying about food. How many of you are worried about food right now? Where am I going to eat? What am I? Thanks for your honesty. That's, I see those hands. That's, a, that's what we preachers say. I see those hands. And then I think, you know, God covers the women as well. Don't worry about what you're going to... How many of you women just love to worry about... How many of you men also love to worry about what you're going to wear? Anyone? All right, so this is funny. I knew I was preaching this text this morning. I walked in my closet and I thought, what am I going to wear today? I've got all these shirts. Like two of them aren't wrinkled, but I wore that one two days ago. And I started to like think about it and I was like, how can I take so long to worry about what I'm going to wear when I'm literally going to read God's word to all these people saying, don't worry about what you're going to wear. All right. Um, I've been having some heart issues. You guys probably have heard about this by now, but I've been going through a bunch of tests. Doctors are trying to figure out what's going on with my heart, maybe my lungs. And, and I'm going to confess to you that about a month, month and a half ago, when I found out that there was a problem, I went to a test and they called me the next day and they said, we recommend that you urgently see a cardiologist. And all of a sudden, like worry became a thing in my life. But can, can I confess to you my biggest worry? <laughs> I wasn't worried about dying. I don't, I don't worry about dying. You know what I was worried about? I don't want to have heart problems because then what am I going to have to eat for the next 40 years? <laughs> I don't want to have to change my diet. I really like cheese fries and Coca-Cola and pizza and all that stuff. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm being dead serious with you when I say my biggest worries for like the first week were, what am I going to eat? I don't want to eat salads every day. And I started worrying about Food, is that not the dumbest thing in the world? No. My biggest concern, no it is, trust me, it is. <laughs> my biggest concern was, is this going to change my diet? <laughs> and, and a little while later it came to me, it, 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 it hit me, I knew it all along, but it hit me that like food is so little and insignificant. And honestly, like I thought about all these tests that I didn't want to do, and I thought, I don't want to go through all this. But you know what? When I, when I put into perspective the fact that there were much bigger things in life than food, and it really, you know, it, it changed my attitude and my mindset. And when I look at my kids and my wife, and I think about the God that I serve, and I think about what life is really about, it's not about cheese fries or pizza or any of those are great. It's not about that. And all of a sudden, it was like, you know what? I'll do whatever I have to do because life is good. So Jesus says, life is more than food. Turn to someone near you and say, life is more than food. Stop worrying about lunch. <laughs> Turn and tell them again because we need to hear it twice on Sunday at uh, 1131. Life is more than food. All right, the body is more than the clothes you wear. Go ahead and tell them that. The body is more than clothes. I'd been worrying about this silly issue of food. And you know what I did when I was worrying about food and when I was worrying about the next 40 years of eating? I minimized life. Yeah, I worry about 40 years at a time. 
You guys are wondering where you're gonna eat today. I'm, I'm worried about 10 years from now what I'm gonna be eating. No, I'm just kidding. You know what I did when I was worrying about food? I made life about food. And life is so much more than that. Don't minimize the life God has for you by making it about the lesser things. Your clothes, your food, these are just things. They go away. They're nothing. Like, I'm actually eating some salads these days, and you know what? They're not half bad. They're not cheese fries, but they're okay. I'm alive. I'm fairly happy. Life is more than food. Tell the person next to you, life is more than food. So, so Jesus gives us this command. Don't worry about Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about your body. Don't worry about the clothes that you're going to wear. Jesus gives us the command. So we shared our worries earlier. You shared with each other what you're worried about. Now I want you to hear. Jesus says, stop it. Stop worrying about silly things, lesser things. So Jesus gives the command, but, but I love that Jesus then teaches us how to do this. So verse 24, Jesus says, consider the ravens, not the football team, the birds. (laughs) Either way, football team, that's fine. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than the birds. I actually love, like I was thinking through as I was reading this, the the examples that Jesus gives, even the words Jesus uses, I think are so powerful. Don't worry about the ravens. Jesus doesn't say, don't worry about the majestic bald eagle or the beautiful robin that, Jesus says, don't worry about the ravens, these dirty, like ugly birds, scavengers, like don't worry about, I mean, think about the ravens. God feeds them. They don't do anything. They just fly around. They don't have storehouses. They don't have closets full of clothes. They don't have shopping places. Yet God feeds them. How much more valuable you are than birds. The first way to combat worry, the first way to get over your worry is to understand your value to God. Let me say that again. The first way to get over worry is to understand how much God loves you. Um, So there's this thing that I do. Uh, I I have some fears. I shared, uh, so I I don't like heights. How many of you don't like heights? Anyone? I don't like heights. I don't like needles. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. I don't really love snakes. I don't love spiders. Um, You know, the dark scares me. Um, I'm just kidding. Public speaking, <laughs> saying dumb things in front of people. Like, no, I'm, I'm just kidding about the dark and public speaking. It's all good. But, uh, but, but like, you know, I have these fears, and, and one of my fears is heights. And so uh, I remember, like, from high school on. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Pastor Bob, your former pastor, my father, when he was um, like a little bit younger than I am now, he fell off of an amusement park ride and actually like was blind for a little while and like it was really bad. And so I grew up with this irrational fear of like roller coasters and things like that. So, so like last year, um, I'm not talking about 30 years ago, I'm talking about last year, last summer, I went on Orion for the first time at Kings Island. Anyone been on Orion? Pretty cool. All right, can I just be real with you and tell you as I was walking up to that ride, I was like, that's really high. 
I don't know how I feel about this. And you look at the cars and there's like, there's nothing on the side of you. It's just this little seat and then this little bar that comes down. And I'm like, that's really high to just be in that. And I was terrified. And, and I remember when I was in high school, like I would climb up to the top of the big water slides at the water park and I'd get up there and I'd be like, uh, it's pretty far down. I don't know about this. And, and you know what gets me every time? Is like the little kids that walk by you <laughs> and get on it. Like, you know, the seven-year-old girl that, that walks by me and gets on the water slide and goes down and I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, 40-year-old man. <laughs> if she can do it, I can do it. it, it so, so Jesus kind of does this for us. He, he paints this picture. He says, don't worry about the food. Don't worry about the things that you're going to eat. He says, consider the ravens. Like if God is feeding these insignificant birds, how much more does God love you? And how much more will God take care of you? This is important. We need to understand our value to God. You want to understand your value today? Let, let me help you. There's a cross right over here. You know what that cross represents? That God gave his only son, that Jesus, who's teaching here, was on his way to be nailed to a cross, to hang on a cross, to die a criminal's death. Why? Because he loves us and wants to offer us salvation. Listen, I, I want you to turn to each other today. I want you to do this, and I want you to be serious. I know sometimes when we talk to each other, it seems awkward and weird, but I want you to turn to someone near you, and I want you to say, God loves you more than you will ever know. Go ahead. All right, let's do it again, and let's simplify it. Just say, you are loved. Tell them, hear this. You are, listen, I know some of you walked in here today and you do not feel like people love you. You don't feel loved. Let me tell you that the God of the universe, the creator God, Jesus who walked the earth, Jesus went to a cross, was nailed on the cross. I'm scared of needles. Jesus had nails piercing his hands. He hung there. He died. He bled. He gave everything because he loves you. So if God's feeding these little birds... How much more does God love you? Man, the first thing that you can do to get over your worry is to, to understand how loved you are. God loves you way too much to leave you. You are loved. Tell him one more time. You are loved. In verse 27, we're going to skip down a little bit. It says, consider how the wildflowers grow they do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which are here today and tomorrow are thrown into the fire, how much more will God clothe you? Think about this. He, what, Solomon, if you don't know, was one of the richest people, maybe the richest person to ever walk the face of the earth. Like Solomon had everything. And, and Jesus says, Solomon, in all his glory, all the robes he could buy, all of the fancy stuff, all of that, like, pales in comparison to the beauty of the flowers in the field that we run over with our lawnmower that get thrown into the fire. If God clothes the flowers of the field like that, how much more will God clothe you? I, I remember um, my mom went through a seven-year battle with cancer. And, and one of the things that happened through cancer was she lost her hair. And some of you have been through this, and ha have you guys ever worried about what you look like, anyone? 
I worry about it all the time. I mean, <laughs> some of us have more to worry about than others, right? No, but I, I remember my mom. Um, when she was losing her hair. And there's this vanity that creeps in that, like even my mom, who was a wonderful woman of God, didn't really want to go out because she didn't think she was beautiful. Have you ever been at that place where you just, you didn't want to do anything because you just didn't feel like you were beautiful enough? You didn't have the right clothes. I, I did, a, I did um, halftime devotions at Upward several weeks ago, and I, I showed up. Megan was going to bring me shoes, and so I had this outfit. I think it was, um, I think I had like all black on, and, um, and I was wearing brown shoes, and she forgot to bring my tennis shoes, and so I had to wear my brown shoes with my all black outfit. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was like, I can't go out there in front of these people. I look ridiculous. I'm wearing the wrong colors. Any of you ever worry about that? I'll bet that some of you have had like a party to go to or an event to go to and you couldn't figure out what to wear so maybe you even missed that event. Jesus says, don't worry about, worry about your clothes, what you're gonna wear. So I think about my mom and I think about that really real worry that we have, the vanity to think like, I'm not beautiful enough, I don't have the right clothes. I want you to know today that you are not beautiful because of the clothes you wear. You guys are beautiful, by the way. Go ahead and tell the person next to you, you're beautiful. Tell them again. Come on, let's be nice to each other. Tell them you're beautiful. And it has nothing to do with the clothes that you're wearing. Your beauty is found in the clothing that comes from God because God loves you. Your value, your beauty come from God. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Jesus goes on in verse 25 and says, who by worrying can add a single hour to their life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Have you ever felt like worry helped you? Have you ever worried about something and then felt like that actually helped the situation that you sat around worrying about it? So I told you, um, it, on Ash Wednesday, I told you about my first, uh, my MRI when they had to put an IV in and I was getting so worked up that when they tried to put the needle in my arm, I got physically ill. Um, well, I had a test this Monday and it just gets better and better. Um, I had a test this Monday and I knew they were gonna put an IV in, so they took me over, I went over to Westchester Hospital and they took me back and I'm sitting in the waiting room and I know what's coming, I know the needle's coming. And then they take me back to the room and I'm sitting there with this other lady and, and I can see all of the machines and I can see this woman that's gonna put a needle in my arm and I'm just thinking, she's gonna put a needle in my arm, I'm gonna die, you know, I'm just kidding, I didn't think that. <laughs> And, and I worried about it, and I worried about it, and I thought about it, and I stressed it. And she came, and she got the blood pressure machine, and she put the cuff on my left arm and did the blood pressure, and I started just sweating like crazy, and I said, I need a minute. <laughs> it's so bad, I can't even handle a blood pressure cuff anymore. Worry didn't help me one bit. Thinking about it, worrying about it didn't help me one bit. It only makes it worse. How many of you have ever added a single hour to your life by worrying? You can't. Worry does not add to your life. Worry takes away. Worry cannot add time, and I want to add to this, cannot add value to your life. In fact, worry takes away from the life that you have. 
So through this last month, I admitted to you that I've had some worry, and guess what? If I have a serious problem with me, worrying about it did not give me any extra time. And by the way, I don't think I do. It's all good. Worrying about it didn't help me. In fact, you know what it did? It made me walk around miserable for days because I was worried. I was so sick about what am I going to eat for the next 40 years that I was almost depressed. Worry doesn't just not add to your life, it takes away from. Those are days I could have been spending with my kids. Those are days I could have been enjoying the life that God has for me, and I was too busy worrying about what was going to happen. Worry takes away from your life. So, so Jesus says, quit worrying. Those things that you shared earlier, the things that you worry about, quit worrying about lesser things. Quit it. Verse 29, and do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for pagan, the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. I love this. Jesus kind of changes the wording here. He's been talking about God, and then he says, don't worry about these things that the world worries about because you're, what's the word? Father. Um, the Father's in here. Or those of us that our fathers, you know, just you knew my dad loved me so much. I remember my dad, uh, I shouldn't take time for these stories, but I remember one time I was really upset. We, let, we moved to Texas from here, and I was just sitting in my room crying. And, and my dad has told me since then that he heard me crying. And he said, I don't care what I have to do to make him happy. I'll do it. If I have to get in the car with him and drive him to Ohio from Dallas... Today, I'll do it. That's the love of a father. Jesus says, don't worry, don't chase after these things because your father, your father that loves you, that created you, your father that, that loves you more than you will ever know, knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. So don't chase after. So, so the first part of this says, what, how, do you, how do you get rid of worry? How do you combat worry? Number one, you know God's love for you. You know your value. You know your beauty comes from God. You know that God loves you way too much for you to have to worry about what's going to happen. The second way is this, but seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. Listen to me very carefully. If you're focused on lesser things, if you're focused on food, if you're focused on money, if you're focused on career, if you're focused on relationships, and those become what life is about, you're going to be filled with worry. How many of you have a possession that you just really, you love it, you love it so much that you think about it way too much? Nobody? Wow, you guys are a bunch of liars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> I know some of you do. Um, I've got a car in my garage, and, and I don't drive that car very much, but I love that car. And when my kids walk through the garage, and they walk by that car, it worries me. And I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, kids, stay away from the car. Carry that in, on this side so it doesn't scrape the car. When we focus on the things of this world, it causes us to worry more. And, and one thing that I've come to realize is that the more you care about your possessions, the less you're going to be content with your possessions. 
The more you care about your money and your car, the more you're obsessed with your job or any of those things, the less you're going to be happy and content and fulfilled with those things. Jesus says, know your value, know that you're loved, and seek his kingdom, not the other things. Instead of worrying about your body or food, how about we flip it around and we say, how can my body, my food, glorify God. Instead of worrying about your possessions or your money, how about you flip that around and you say, how can my possessions, how can my money glorify God? Jesus says, if you want to get past worry that ruins your life, know that you're loved and seek his kingdom first. If we set our focus on his kingdom we will always have enough. Always. Now, now let me explain that because I want to make crystal clear today what this is saying. This is not saying that if you put God first, you're going to be the richest person in your friend group. This is not saying that if you put God first, you're never going to have to worry about a needle or your health or a car or any of those things. This is not saying that if you put God first, you won't get a disease or struggle. Jesus says if you put his kingdom first, he will take care of you. Here's the thing. When, when we're focused on things, we can never have enough things. When we're focused on his kingdom, the things aren't important. They're just bonuses they're just good things that help us seek his kingdom. And so today, do not worry about things. Do not worry about food. Do not worry about what you're going to eat for the next 40 years. Eat healthy. Be smart. I'm going to do it. Don't get overly worried about things. Don't worry about the clothes you wear. Don't worry about your job. Don't worry about the car that you drive, the money you have. That stuff will never, ever give you the fulfillment you need. But put his kingdom first. Listen, today you, you shared, and, and I think most of you said, I will surrender my worries to God. I, the worship team is going to come up. And um, I want to ask you to surrender now. I want to ask you to surrender those things. Maybe, maybe you're not a chronic warrior. Maybe what you talked about earlier with the person around you was a little thing. But let me tell you, little things can become big pretty quick. And let me tell you that you need to surrender all your worries to God. I want to ask you to respond to his word. And so, so you're sitting there. We've got these stations. We've got an intercessory prayer station right back here. If you would like somebody to pray, if there's something that you're, just, you're carrying and it's just too heavy and you need someone else to pray for you, I texted one of my pastor friends this morning and I said, man, I could just use a little extra prayer today. If you need someone to pray for you, you can come over to this corner right over here. If you, if you want to praise, there's a praise wall where you see those lights. If you just want to sing the praises of God, if you just want to praise him, go over there. In the back, we have a, a, um, a table that's surrender your worries where you can put this into practice. Over here, we have communion. What a great way to remember how much God loves us, to take communion and to take his body and his blood that was shed for you. And then this fifth station, I think, um, praying at the cross. Listen, I know 
as a guy who is not a chronic warrior, who's been really worrying way too much over the last few months, I know that we're carrying burdens. And I know that some of you are carrying worries that are affecting your ability to live the life that God has for you. I wanna ask you to respond. We're gonna sing this awesome song, speaking Jesus' name over these worries, over our concerns. I want you to surrender them. Do not walk out of here carrying worry anymore. Surrender it. Father, I thank you that you love us. I thank you that we're more than just birds. We're more than just flowers in the field. We are your children. And I pray right now that each and every person in this room would know your incredible love for them. I pray that each and every person in here would know that you love them way too much to leave them. And I pray, Lord, that, that we would put your kingdom first and we would surrender the things that throw us off track, that we would surrender our worries and our concerns. Lord, I know there's someone here today that's really broken and hurting. I pray that each and every one of us would surrender completely to you, take our worries, give us peace and love and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's respond to God's word together.